Hello and welcome to season six of the Sacred Remembering Podcast, the place for modern women who are waking up to the truth of who we are. I'm your host, Sarah Poet. Women are healing from outdated paradigms and we're rising, but we're not doing it by fighting or further depleting ourselves anymore. We do it by remembering who we are and standing in that truth. Here, we remember our sovereignty together through stories, tools, curiosity, and community. In doing so, we bring forward the place of women in our modern world. Visit sarahpoet.com today to join the Sacred Remembering Women's community. I also have many resources for you on your journey to reunite feminine and masculine, including private alchemical space holding for both individuals and couples. Schedule a consultation today at sarahpoet.com, and I look forward to hearing from you. Now, let's begin. Hello, and welcome to the Sacred Remembering Podcast. I'm Sarah Poet, and this is episode 134, and I have some announcements to make. I have some changes that are upcoming, and I want to share them with you, and wow, this road walking with this podcast and this mission of sacred remembering has been truly one of the best things that has ever happened to me. Like every single time that I tuned into recording this podcast or starting another episode or like what wants to come through now or what wants to be created or which guests to invite all of those things. It always felt completely, you know, aligned to something bigger And I know that it was, I know that there is a soul of sacred remembering and something that has held this podcast for three years now, three years, 134 episodes and counting. And I know that there are always so many things going on in this great mystery of creation that are beyond what our minds and even what our our meditative intuitions can grok, can grapple with, can know. There's so much more going on than we can even know. And so it is with that and with this full heart and with some totally mixed emotions <laughs> of you know sadness and curiosity and wondering and anticipation and you know fear of making a mistake and and all of those things being present, I still have clarity that it is time to actually close the sacred remembering podcast. And speaking those words right now for me is a really big deal. So I'm just presencing with everything that comes up, all of the the waves of sensation that arise as I speak those words. So there will be 10 more episodes after this. We are closing with 144 episodes. 144 is a magic number. Um, You know, 12 times 12. And we have, yeah, there's a lot of reasons why that's a magic number. And when I got the clarity to um, close the podcast, which was a like clear knowing, um, a soul knowing, a clear intuition that I think has been coming for a while, but I had sort of been 
you know, fighting or something or, or thinking that it was my own resistance or my own, you know, burnout or, or things like that. And so I, I did season six because I thought, um, no, I got to keep going. Of course I have to keep going. This mission keeps going. And then when I got the really clear, like it is really time to close this, I didn't know exactly why I still don't know exactly why. I believe that there are other things that want to come in. I think my work is changing. I know that my work is changing and I want to um, honor, you know, that sometimes we get these directions for what to do with our lives or with our creations. And we don't know why we get that knowing. We don't know why we have that clarity that like we need to leave a job or we need to leave a marriage or you know, we, we need to lay something down that we've been creating for a while. And yet that there is something really, really beautiful that begins to happen when we um, abide by that knowing and, and follow it anyway. And what is, you know, what happens is that we open doors for creation to continue creating. We open doors for like energy to move and for new insights to come in. And when we hold on and hold on for longer than we should <laughs> or hold on for longer than is pleasant, then it starts to feel like we're holding on for holding on's sake. And so, you know, in the, I guess, pursuit of thriving life, I am hearing the call to stop the podcast. And when I looked to see, I mean, it was so clear that I looked to see how many episodes I had already recorded and, and like what number we were on. And I was like, okay, I mean, it's done. It's just done. And then I realized how close we were to 144. And I knew that that was the stopping point. So I have recorded a lot of those conversations that are upcoming. I still have some to record and I can tell you that it's really beautiful. And I can tell you that um, we're all you know, in an unfoldment here with what exactly this mystery is that is unfolding. And today I just, I'm going to share a little bit about what has been going on and the re-templating that has been going on with me and my life. I'm going to share really honestly, probably, <laughs> you know, in true fashion and just sharing that, like, I'm becoming different. I, there's, there's something that's, you know, becoming new and I do want to follow that expression and follow the evolution of, of my soul and my service to this planet. And, um, so that's really exciting. And so I'll get, get to that retemplating in a moment, but, um, there's, there are some energetics that I want to speak to first and, <laughs> Actually, the first thing I'm going to speak about is mindset. Um, mindset, you know, good old mindset. It's like, where do we point our, you know, our North Star? Like, where do we wake up in the morning and, and say, okay, I don't, I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to decide to be happier. I'm going to decide to be hopeful, or I'm going to decide, you know, to trust, trust source, trust spirit. And I have really been going back to some really good old mindset and, and mindset, I say good old because it's like something I discovered way back in my education career and taught children about and taught staff about and 
thought that I had like a pretty good mindset. (laughs) um, My soul nudged me within the past few weeks and was like, well, let's look at that again. Let's look at that again. Like what stories are you repeating to yourself? And what, you know, what is the kind of outlook, the energetic outlook that you are um, holding on to? And so with that, I could see where my mindset was actually causing some energetic blocks. And in tandem with that, well, actually, I'll say, I'm totally riffing here. My eyes are closed and I'm just riffing y'all. Thank you for listening. Um, So what I discovered in the mindset was that I have a really, I have had a really pervasive habit in this life. I'm going to share it with you right now. And that is that part of me knows that my soul is up to phenomenal work on this planet. Part of me knows that my soul, you know, has been retemplating union <laughs> and retemplating, you know, women and resources and, and these, you know, different earth grids, which I'll talk about in, in a few moments. And that can look like such a mess in the 3D world or the expectations of modern life. And so there has also been a part of me that has judged myself as though, you know, I don't have it figured out yet, or I'm not there yet. And I think that there's like a lot of conditioned voice of, you know, my family or just, you know, shit that I acquired um, through these patterns and programs and conditions in our modern world that I was still playing out. And I can't even say that I'm completely free of it yet, but it's like simultaneously knowing that my soul is doing this massive sacred remembering and that I have some component of leadership in that. I'll talk about human design in a moment, but I'm a four, six human design projector profile. And there's a lot of leadership in that. And there's a lot of leadership of like a tribe. And I, you know, I'm like, okay, there's a sacred remembering tribe. And I don't even know all of you who are listening to my voice right now. And I love you. I can't even tell you how much I love you. It's like, I, I desire and I love tribe and I want to do things for the tribe. Like I want to impact and I want to make life better and, you know, all of those things. And I want to share out the lessons that I'm learning, which is what I have used this platform to do. And yet there has been a part of my mindset that has really been really hard on myself. So like simultaneously hard on myself. So, um, so I guess to say like that's been going on kind of behind the surface. And that's to say that like today, as I share one of my personal, I guess, goals is to be with the mindset that, you know, things are mm, changing, evolving, progressing, things are ultimately good. And I know that the divine is taking care of it. And I know that I'm on the sacred remembering path. And my human self has kind of been going through some shit. (laughs) Both are true. And it feels a whole lot better when I keep the mindset that, that knows and gives my own sacred remembering path some deep acknowledgement. And so, you know, I say that really lovingly to self and I encourage you to consider what I'm saying. And, you know, this sacred remembering path involves a lot of breakdown, a lot of breakdown, because 
the old template, the old consciousness grid that we have been creating from is what (laughs) it's old. It's not working. It's what we are replacing now. And it is with our lives that we are discovering what the new is going to look like. And yeah, so at times, like I've always known that I am one of these pioneers for the new earth and, you know, because of humility or because of just, yeah, like judgment of my own life. Like I haven't, maybe I haven't owned that as much as I could have, or maybe I let this shadow element of self-judgment, um, and, and some other stuff like cloud that walk. I don't know. It's not perfect ultimately. So that's what I'm, that's the intention that I'm coming here with today is to hold both, is to hold that juxtaposition and to, to maintain that mindset that I do have faith in my journey. Um, and I do have faith in, in the sacred and, and in creation and in my soul and what my soul came here to do, even if I Sarah, the 3D, the ego, you know, can't see it all or understand it all or doesn't feel altogether successful yet. Okay. So let me talk about human design for a moment because I brought you some episodes on human design in season six. And if you're in the sacred remembering community, we've been talking a lot about human design as well and had some uh, events around that. And are getting more into um, EFT, the emotional freedom technique, which uh, we had Betsy Batista from Quantum Human Design come in and, and do a tapping event with us. That recording is still in there. If you want to join the sacred remembering community, I will say that I do not see that community going anywhere for the foreseeable future. So the podcast will be ending, ending for now. I'm not sure. And the community will continue on. So, um, so I've been learning about human design and I knew snippets about human design, but my soul really pinged me to dive into my chart, like not learning all of human design or all about human design, but just learning my chart. in the, the past few months. And it's been really beautiful because there's this soul guidance that if we're paying attention, it's what brings us towards something. It's what, you know, these little uh, breadcrumbs, as we've called it many times on the Sacred Remembering podcast. And so I was following these breadcrumbs toward human design and then also toward discovering um, truths about the gates and truths about the expressions of the gates that were shadow or not self and the fullest expression or the true self. And this was simultaneous with unpacking some really deep, I guess, emotional trauma, like a residual emotional trauma that had come up for me in, in 2022, kind of unexpectedly. I will say that I expected 2022 to be very different than it was. But what happened, um, which I'm really grateful for, is that through kind of a series of events, I was able to look at some things that were really 
not self, not authentic to the true soul self of who I am or why I came and to heal those, not in a fast way, not in a pushy way, but in a really like caring and tender way. And I would say that that is something that I am appreciative for in 2022 is that I went deep into, I didn't expect to actually talk about this, but I'm glad it's coming up. I'm taking a breath here. I went deep into feminine nourishment. I went deep into like what was going on with my body and my hormones and not from a really heady space, but just a feeling sense. And I started, you know, sleeping more and supplementing. And I consulted with Erin Fisher, who I've talked about on the podcast, and she was a guest on the podcast. But just really coming into a depth of feminine nourish, like self-nourishment that I hadn't really been doing in the last few years because there was an element of fight or flight and a generator energy um, in in my business and in what I was creating and also like in love and in patterning. And so this year, some things fell away. I was reminded of like deep core wounding around abandonment, rejection, lovability. And I just took care of myself, which felt really fucking good. Like I didn't shame myself for feeling those things. I didn't try to outrun it. I think I did try to continue to show up because there have been other times where things were hard or there was a deep trauma trigger. And like in 2019, I just kind of let it take me off course. And so here I was staying on course, but I was also asking myself, like, what is the course? (laughs) And what is the truth of my course now? And if I am acknowledging all of these deep, sacred rememberings that my soul is receiving at this time, messages about women's resources and messages about a new earth grid and, you know, new potentials for union and partnership. And, and I'm, I'm feeling all of these things, you know, I have a couple of options. A, I could kind of shame myself for not being quote unquote there yet, or B, I could care for myself and know that these truths exist in the field, in the quantum field, in my soul potential, and then nourish myself in the direction of those, you know, those realizations coming into like this physical reality. So it was kind of like a walk toward a new reality, a walk toward, I would say, what feels like a 5D reality and what I call heartland. And if you've been listening to the podcast, you've heard me talk about heartland. Two groups of women have even gone through a live transmission of heartland. And so I have been living a heartland transmission, um, you know, deeply, deeply into my, my life. And then also the energy body and the energy of life itself. Again, I'll talk to speak to that in a minute. And so I've been, 
I've been going in this direction. And what I learned through human design was that a lot of my behaviors, including in business, even including in this podcast, including in some of my creations or how I posted on social media or how I spoke to people, it's, it has been in a generator design. And if you're familiar with human design at all, um, or if, if you're not, the generator is someone with a, a defined sacral center. And so they have a continual kind of um, ability to resource their own energy. Now, I'm not trained in human design, so just take any of this with a grain of salt, right? And our world is kind of culturally and collectively shaped or imprinted for generators. So we expect everyone to, you know, go, go to this industrial school system and then go into like an industrial workforce and just maintain that energy all day long and kind of be producers. And, you know, I've, I've dated, um, generator humans and it's like you know they wake up in the morning and they've got their energy and then they go and it's like a motor and then at the end of the day there's like okay I'm going to sleep because obviously like it's time to just crash (laughs) and so I have known for a long time that that is not how I work but learning about the projector in human design and learning about Um, my decision-making, which is an emotional decision-making. I have emotional authority from the emotional solar plexus. And so deconditioning the push to go forward no matter what, and to go forward to produce or to produce a business or a podcast or whatever I say I'm going to do, right? Just doing it. And I've talked a lot about that being a masculine energetic, but I think it's really helpful for us to look at our human design. And um, so, yes, it can be like a a hyper-masculine energetic inside of a patriarchy, but also some people are built to like keep going, you know, a little bit like a sacral energizer bunny a little bit. And um, I'm not one of them. And so there have been times where like this podcast was due or I said I was going to produce one per week and then it like wasn't the, the inspiration for it wasn't naturally coming to me. And I was like, for a while, I forced myself to do it. And then for a while, I felt burnt out about that. And I confused that. Like I, I had shame about that. Like, well, I should have more energy to keep this going because this thing is my, you know, it was a gift to me and it's my baby. And so I have to nurture it, right? And so I have to keep going. And so I've tried out all kinds of energetic relationships <laughs> with, with this podcast that was always sacred. You know, the work is always sacred and I'm so happy to have been chosen to steward it. And um, right now I'm just speaking to like the energy of the generator being in my life when I'm not a generator, I'm not a generator, I'm a projector. And so the projector's we're here to share these insights that come to us, you know, the same insights that sometimes I cover up because I don't have it all together yet. (laughs) 
So I got to stop doing that. And so, you know, sharing the insights and being really clear in our value and then waiting for invitations to come in. And so I've been learning a lot about that and a lot of my not self material was really about, um, you know, seeking self-worth through the success of my business. There, I said it. That was the shadow material. I didn't know if I was going to say it today or not, but what the fuck, there it is. So, you know, it's like this podcast never, (laughs) like the numbers weren't huge. And, you know, in a generator mindset, it's like, well, how many am I reaching? How big is my reach? How big is my platform? How many you know, people are following, like that is a generator model of entrepreneurship. And I am just letting that go. I am letting that the fuck go. Like I quit Facebook. I'm very happy about that. I'm waiting a full month until that account deletion like completely clears because it's really hard to break up with Facebook. (laughs) They really want you to like sign back in. And so I'm just waiting a full month and letting that clear to see if it excites me at all to start another profile. I don't know if it will or not, but I'm leading with this emotional solar plexus and that allows for authentic creation, which is so beautiful. And we're going to do an episode um, coming up on art and creation And I'm really excited for that episode because I don't think if I hadn't done this deconditioning and this deep nourishment and come back to this sense of self that is really about authentically creating, um, I don't think I would have been able to really have this conversation in the same way that I'm going to be able to um, in the upcoming weeks. So I'm excited to bring that to you. And so, yeah, I'll just share there. Like what I have been doing is a lot of embodiment. My next episode um, interview is with Amy Natalie, and she's a feminine embodiment coach and guide. And I've, I just met her recently. She wasn't my coach, but it's a whole episode about embodiment and the feminine. And I really have been going back into um, practices with embodiment and allowing the emotions to move through the body, through practices of embodiment and coming out of the head because I don't have any defined, you know, head or Ajna centers in the human design. And that is not where I am to make decisions from. Like, it's not my job to do that. Even though, you know, I have like psychic abilities and I have energetic healing abilities and I can see inside of a client's situation and channel for them way better than I can for myself, to be totally honest. And so, you know, thinking, um, well, I thought that this thing was supposed to work out because I had this energetic or soul intuition, or I thought God told me to do it. You know, that kind of thing is not actually how I'm designed to work or like, oh, I had this intuition that this relationship was supposed to work out and then it doesn't work out. And then I'm really hurt. And, you know, and then I'm like trying to figure it out with my head does no good whatsoever. So it's really, human design has really helped me to look at how I'm making decisions and to clear the pressure off of these open centers where I thought that I was deriving my knowing from 
but I'm actually not deriving my knowing from those places. And as I, oh my gosh, it feels so good as I let go of this generator energy in my projector system, I feel much more life force and I feel much more in touch with my inner feminine. And so if you've been listening, you know that I'm super passionate about healing the depletion energetics on the planet and the depletion energetics of the feminine. Like super passionate. Like that is actually one of the reasons that I am here. (laughs) And so of course I'm living it. I'm living it firsthand, living this heartland activation for two years getting confirmation that there is hmm, very like that I'm on the other side of a lot of hard learning. I'll say that I'm getting confirmation in in many ways that I'm on the other side and that it's like, okay, you know, you brought it through, you brought it through your life. And I keep saying to, you know, God, mother, father, God, this has been really fucking hard. So you have to give me the cliffs notes or like I have to alchemize this into the cliffs notes because if I am truly to teach women about the inherent worth of their resources and their energy and taking back the feminine from the false earth grids and the grips of patriarchy, um, you know, I know that's a process, but like you've got to give me the cliffs notes to give to the people, you know, and the answer is like, don't worry, Sarah, you'll alchemize all this and have the Cliff's Notes. And the Cliff's Notes is, is Heartland. That is the transmission. And um, I need to not make it more difficult than, than it needs to be. But, you know, I have really di- been in it, like deeply, deeply in it. And so any of this false self generator energy, performance energy, you know, anything done out of fear of scarcity like a fear that I, you know, won't have money or that I won't have love or that I won't have connection, uh, which have been the, the fears um, that are deeply uh, a part of my core wounding that I've been healing. Um, like I have to, you know, I've had to truly like go through that, go through that because that is the grip of the depletion energetic of these like false grids. So now I want to move into talking about that. And, you know, it's interesting because I feel like there was a before now, and then there's an after now. (laughs) And, uh, you know, who knows how long this exact now is, but like a series of months or, or even potentially years, but there's like this other side that I'm talking about is this new earth grid. It's like a new earth template. And I have said to a couple of people recently, what I'm doing is re-templating. And so I'm, I've been very quiet. I haven't been socializing as much. I speak more quietly. My son actually thought that there was something wrong with me or that I was being condescending to him because my voice has actually changed I'm speaking a little bit faster today because I have an hour to record this, but ordinarily, like when I'm speaking now, you know, moment to moment, my voice is very (sighs) calm, 
like paced, slow, even deeper than it used to be. And um, not being condescending at all. It's like, that is where this deep presencing with self in this retemplating process has been taking me. Like I said, sleeping more, nourishing more, worried about productivity, like way less. Like nothing's about productivity now, it's about creativity creativity and soul alignment. And so clearing the space, clearing the space of what has been, of what was created in an old template, and then allowing for the body system, because the 3D is like the, the um, it takes the longest to catch up, right? It takes like the longest to alchemize. So the, the field and the grid, I'll explain these things more, they, they have changed, but my body and, and all that goes with it, emotions, you know, the cells, the health of the blood, the health of the hormones, the health of the, the kidneys, the adrenals, all of that is re-templating into this new, this new that I had been cultivating. So when people talk about like timeline hops and stuff like that, I'm actually experiencing this in a much different way. Cause I think those things can energetically happen. Like, you know, we go through something like lion's gate and you are like, Whoa, life is different now than it used to be. And I'm, I'm talking about, I guess, a bigger shift in my opinion, in my judgment, where it's like a total change in operating system. One that I've been preparing for, for a long time, but then it's like, no, really like, where's your fight or flight? Where are your adrenals? And like, why are you, you know, producing or, or like, what are you producing and and what kind of creative flow are you following versus like doing it to do it, doing it because you think that you're supposed to do it. And letting so much conditioning around that fall away. So let me really explicitly contrast this, what I'm, I'm just going to call old earth grid and new earth grid. Okay. And as we transition to the new earth grid, women, and this is heartland, like heartland is a 5d transmission. And I think I've always known that, but I didn't say it in that way. And so uh, like a different consciousness, a different frequency. So if we want to live in a different frequency of truth, then we have to bring this body that is physical matter. We have to bring that through. Okay. And also upgrade that, upgrade the frequency of thoughts, emotions, um, our resources, like the integrity that we have with our body's resources, the integrity that we have with our relationships and with our own heart, etc. And so we have to bring that through. So there is an old earth grid and there's a new earth grid, according to Sarah Poet. <laughs> but I think that um, I think there's something to this. So in the old earth grid, Okay, and this is like a consciousness grid. So 
when you think grid, you think the like a quadrant, right? Like this, like you're literally seeing a grid, like an architecture, a structure. Great. So part of the frequency that flowed through the old earth grid or part of, you could say, what it was built on was a domination energetic that suppressed the feminine and took from the feminine. And so patriarchy is built in that old earth grid, an old consciousness grid, a dominator grid. So of course, before patriarchy, there was another reality. But you know, this is like the last, oh, 10,000 years or so, right? Of this grid. So, and this has to do with the actual energetics that run through the earth that also pair with the energetics that run through our bodies. Also affecting, obviously, human thought, human behavior, right? So everything around that matrix that was patriarchy, patriarchy suppressed the feminine, but it also entrapped the feminine. And it entrapped the feminine into like the earth grids, but a false network of the earth grids so that it could derive the power that it needed to run the false power paradigm, like from that siphoned energy of the feminine. Holy shit, right? Like what? That was the consciousness. So, so all of this like behavior that we understand about patriarchy because we feel it and we feel the oppression of it, all of that had to be like held somewhere and it's held in the consciousness of this false grid, okay? So that is where feminine depletion exists. That is where feminine depletion exists because that system could not exist if not for feminine depletion. Patriarchy could not exist if not for feminine depletion. And so here's where you have power over and power under. Somebody has to have power over somebody else. And so like men were given power over women, right? And, and so here you have the, the depletion of women's resources because bodies belonged to men through marriage and through church. Um, babies and reproduction ended up belonging to men because the last names were given to the men, right? Women couldn't own land, couldn't have resources. I've talked about this a lot, but all of that was a very systemic, systematic depletion of women's resources. Where did they go? They went, the, the feminine resources that were depleted were used to fuel the false earth grid. So that is no longer standing. That is, that is not what we are here for and we cannot achieve anything related to unity consciousness or sacred union or like all of you know gender equity all of these kind of utopian things that we're talking about we have to have to change the consciousness grid and consciousness network in which we are creating these things because i can you know idealize uh, feminine receptivity or sacred union or things like that. But if I'm in an old grid, then I can't actually actualize them. Do you hear me, women? We cannot actualize them in the old template, in this old template, in this old grid, because the consciousness is energetically existing in a certain way such that 
it will always feel like a fight to you, no matter what your human design, okay? Because you might have energy for that fight in terms of like perpetually going, but you don't feel like you're winning. And it's making me very sad right now to see really well-intended women and like women's networks who are building within the false earth grid. And I would say to some extent, the first iterations of my business embodied bread and sacred remembering, that's, that's what I was doing. I had these really big, beautiful ideas and downloads. And I was still wondering why the fuck the feminine felt depleted and why I wasn't succeeding. Right. And I had beliefs like no matter what I do with my feminine energy, I can go and go and go, but I'm still not going to be loved. I'm still not going to be replenished. The clients still aren't going to come in. That's seriously what was going on. And that was pretty much what was created because it was in the old grid. So I've been waking up to this, re-templating this and moving into the new earth grid. Okay. And yes, that looks a little messy in 3d life, but there's hope (laughs) there's hope. Okay. So I just opened my eyes and looked at the clock and I have a client session. So I'm going to have to pause and then come back for like a part two around the retemplating. And so if there is an interruption in the flow, because I was really just on a roll there a little bit <laughs> with the eyes closed and the channeling of the information. And so, you know, I am naming that I am going to record this in parts and I'm going to come back and talk about the new, but I trust the process. So thank you for being here. It may be a really great time to like pause the recording, breathe with what I just said, look at your life. Okay, where am I fucking exhausted? I've talked about this a lot on this podcast. You can go back through the episodes, find the episodes on Heartland, find the episodes on women's energy and like anything to do with energy or any of the episodes where I'm doing a solo episode and you're just now discovering this podcast, go back and listen to those solo episodes because these are the kinds of things that I'm talking about. Like I was tracking my journey along the way with these episodes and with this information, this education. So, you know, even if you have heard them, it's a great time to go back and listen to them. So pause the podcast, do some breathing and just acknowledging that like, if you're fucking tired as a woman, Um, we are now waking up to a bigger truth. Okay. This is the sacred remembrance around what we've come to, to do and to remember and to create. And while I'm thinking about it, I do want to say, you know, Heartland will continue to live on. I'm working on a book draft. I am, um, I really want to do an eight month Heartland container. I don't know if I will, because I've taught it as an eight week container. I want to do an eight month container. That is that is true for me. So if you're interested in this topic at all, please make sure that you are on the email list at sarahpoet.com and make sure that the emails are not going to spam. Okay. We've got to stay in touch about this and we've got to um, stay in community, you know, and this is all happening. It's all unfolding. 
And just because this podcast is going to be concluding does not mean that this energy is in any way <laughs> stopping. It means that the energy is like ready to actually spread um, into the earth and into what I'm doing next. So yeah, pause, take some breaths if you need to, and be sure to come back for the, for the other side. Okay, we're back. So I have been contrasting the old grid with the new earth grid. And this, this is a bigger thing. It's a bigger thing. So I'm not going to capture it all here. And like I said, you can go back and listen to all of the episodes that I've been doing on energetics and like the energetics of opposition. I recorded that a few weeks ago and further back the episodes that I did about Heartland and so in the old template, we have this inherent depletion of the feminine, as I said, and then that leads to a lot of fear energy, as you can imagine, as I know you have felt. And so this tugs on the adrenals, it tugs on, you know, this, this template, this um, program of scarcity. And then what happens when we feel that is that we exert more energy and it is at that time where we are in fear and exerting more energy, or we are like, well, I'll fight this thing that we actually get tapped out more. And this is like a secret that, you know, they don't want you to know kind of thing, because that, that energy of the adrenal response is actually what gets sort of siphoned off. I have not heard anybody say that that's that's my experience. And that is my, um, take on that. Okay. And so like, as women hustle to become equal or as women hustle, da, 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 like then we're actually further depleting ourselves. And I love that this information is now arising. And so what we see is a big collective global shift in the energy that I would say, you know, started with me too. And then we have this, well, we have COVID, which was the feminine uh, coming back online and shaking things up, right. And saying the old way isn't going to work anymore. These old structures need to fall. That's happening. And now we're seeing the great resignation that is being led by women. And so this whole thing of modern women waking up to the truth of who we are we're seeing that and we're seeing this mass exodus from the workplace because, you know, we in the workplace are using words like work-life balance or, um, you know, burnout is a really big topic. And so because companies don't quite know how to be like holistic, then, you know, especially women right now are leading the charge in leaving all of these things in the collective are <laughs> the result of this frequency shift. And because now is the time where um, this, this inherent depletion actually stops. That requires us to upgrade the consciousness frequency grid template, the earth grid template. It's like the template and the grid that holds the framework of consciousness and therefore the way life operates holds it in place, okay? So the 
consciousness is upgrading, which is a beautiful elevation in masculine consciousness as well, right? So we have the divine masculine coming back on board as well. And this is wonderful because that holds the new grid, I would say, that holds a new consciousness template. So in this new template, a couple of things need to happen, right? Like we have to stop participating in the fear paradigm, which, you know, any woman who's been afraid for her resources or scared, uh, my dog Holiday is laying at my feet and she's snoring and I'm kicking her and she's not stopping, uh, not kicking her, I'm nudging her, uh, but that might be on the recording, dog snoring you know, she's a, a beautiful example of um, taking the rest that you <laughs> that you need in order to replenish and regenerate. Um, so here we go. There's no expensive editing with the Sacred Remembering podcast. And so I'm just going to keep going with that. So I think I was saying like, you know, what is required, right? What do we need to to do, we need to stop buying into the fear template. So fear gives us two choices. You've heard me talk about this before. It's a bi-wave energetic. It puts us into the either or. Am I safe? Am I not safe? Do I have what I need? Do I not have what I need? Am I loved? Am I not loved? Am I, um, you know, Do I have what I need or am I at risk at being destroyed or consumed? That's another really big one that underlies um, in in the frequency of the old grid. And so we need to kind of unhook from those fear patterns, which involves a lot of trauma healing and yes, empowerment, but not like a boss bitch empowerment, but this heart nurturance empowerment. Um, other components of what I teach in Heartland or what I share is integrity, integrity with our resources, starting with the inner resources, and then that mirrors into the external with the outer resources, um, soul alignment. You know, there's a lot of women who are now kind of realizing that they want to earn a living in alignment with their soul and their soul truth. Well, that's absolutely possible, but not if it is templated in the old fear grid. Okay. So it's like a breaking free into the, into the heart, into the faith, into the trust, into the letting go and the shedding of the old paradigm. Essentially, this is what I've been doing for five years, folks. I mean, this is what I've been doing and I've been like, creating things like structure and flow and heartland so that we have tools and maps on our way to this new earth. Okay. It's, it's actually, I'm just going to name this because it's a shadow aspect of, of this podcast and of my work. It's super frustrating that I have created such amazing things to be totally transparent with you and not have more people partake in them. And this is a part of, I guess, being a projector and kind of being on the leading edge um, in some points and, and being this edge walker of like, well, what does this look like? And to be honest, what this has looked like for my life is that I have had to like, stop participating in patriarchal energetics. And I've known that that was true for quite some time. I mean, a number of years 
But then I had to, you know, like all the, these depletion energetics and where was I participating in them? And where was I participating in exchanges that, you know, were not uplifting or were not regenerative? Um, and then getting really clear where that kind of uh, that destroyer energy, the domination energy that that wants to come in and like take from the feminine, you know, being really clear where that insidiously continues to come to come in to test us right and so being really clear about that and then like not fighting that but also um having really clear energetic boundaries around that and so it's been no fucking joke to be fully honest with you it's been no joke because there's a big process of clearing out the old like washing out the old washing out the you know it's like gray matter or miasma or negative energy like from the grid that exists and then bringing in the new template which is a new grid <laughs> built on the 144 harmonics right of love of replenishment and so here we have practices in resource integrity, like I was sharing, I am going to open up structure and flow toward the new year. So please be on the email list, <laughs> big snoring dog. Um, please be on the email list at sarahpoet.com to get information about structure and flow that's coming out for the, the new year 2023. It'll go on sale around Thanksgiving, um, but we'll travel as a group. I'm very excited about that. It is a very, very powerful, tangible, um, tangible and esoteric because it's structure and flow feminine and masculine um, but it's a planner system and so we'll do that as a group a group program uh this year and go deep with that which feels very very timely for women to value their resources um and so then we also have aspects of sustainability and being in our own energetic with with our own sustainability as women. And so that means not depleting ourselves on purpose. So at this point, I know that if I decide to have a shot of espresso, my adrenals are going to get crunchy a couple of hours later. Okay. So that's not a sustainable choice. It feels way better if I nourish with a whole bunch of like adaptogens and oh my gosh, it's fall time right now. I'm eating ghee pretty much by the spoonful. Like I'm putting it on everything I can get it like into my body, any vehicle to get ghee into my body because it's nourishing like the oils and the skin. And I don't even know what, but it just feels so good. And then, you know, it's like the complete opposite of, of like an espresso that might taste good, but I'm sacrificing my own energy in order to have that, which does not make sense anymore because I'm interested in a regenerative template. So first we, you know, we have sustainability, like we get right with our, with our resources such that we are sustainable in our own resources, right? Then we become replenished, like sustainability and replenishment. It's like me eating ghee is like replenishing <laughs> these oils and nutrients in my body, right? 
then we start to grow into regenerative energy where we actually get to, you know, like do less and earn more money and, you know, experience prosperity in every aspect of our lives. Um, and, and that is some of the, the heartland energetic. And so um, when I'm talking about retemplating we have all these ideas and then behaviors and then energetics, right? But as we begin to live this and truly live this and truly let the old wash out, which is happening, you know, I can help you with that. Then we start to retemplate into the new. And the new and the new corresponds with the earth grids. So in the beginning, I mentioned that there was this kind of siphoning sort of like it's a network, actually, it's a tunnel network of like these places that the feminine that was stolen was housed energetically in the earth. I'm not even fucking with you. Like this is, this is true stuff. So now the, the earth is healing. This feminine is coming back online. The feminine energetics coming back online. The divine masculine is here to help with that, right? And then it's expressing through us. And then as we heal as women, as we heal our bodies, our adrenals, our hormones, our, our work ethic, you know, and our hearts, good Lord, I got to talk about the heart because we're healing the heart from all of this fucking pain from this paradigm of separation. And then, you know, and so I'll get back to the heart in a minute. And so we, we retemplate into this love frequency, into a frequency of love, self-love, self-nurturance, self-value, Yes to replenishment. Yes to the feminine being valued. I mean, I'm talking about some new stuff and I'm talking about it at a caliber of like new earth people. Okay. This is, this is what we came for. So the heart also has to heal. And this is, I've, I've been in a very tender space with my heart this year, to be honest. And so it's like, we have to heal the pains of separation and the pain of that domination energy coming into our relationships. And how does that domination energy get into relationships? This is worth talking about. It gets in through trauma and through ego. And so when we you know, have a personality affliction and we want to be right or we want to have the power or we're afraid of losing something, and then we like take it out on the other person or we make a power move instead of a, a move around love, then that actually is you know, an attempt at a dominator energetic in our relationships. And that is the perpetuation of separation of feminine and masculine and of men and women. This is something that I care so fucking much about because I've experienced it so deeply. Like the pain of separation culture I think that if I have that positive mindset on and I'm looking at it from a sacred remembering soul level, what I've been doing this year is both mourning the separation 
of men and women and the separation just fucking <laughs> energetic and the plague that it has on our lives and our relationships and also simultaneously committing to love and committing to you know reconciliation and committing again over again in my life to be on this earth for this unified partnership mission and that required you know one day spirit said to me or my soul said to me um are you willing to question everything you think you know about the masculine and i was like yes of course and then um just you know a couple weeks ago i guess it was like are you willing to um, love anyway because you once loved no matter what that person did like are you willing to be love Sarah are you willing to be that as the feminine and I said of course and then well, what was really beautiful from a personal note I'll share like an apology came in after I had committed to that and so you know, we really do change the energetics of our field, meaning an apology came in from a man, from the masculine. And it was like the man that, you know, I felt spirit asking me this question in relation to this relationship that had recently happened in my life. Like, you know, is your love conditional, Sarah? Or can you stay open? Can you love anyway? Can you forgive anyway? And it was like, well, of course I can love. Now, <laughs> There was a lot of hurt that had to clear before that. And there are a lot of years of, you know, going head to head with a dominator energy that um, fucking exhausted me. And so, you know, I've been very careful not to make this decision about this podcast out of that depletion energetic. And that's why in May, when I felt to close the podcast, I took a bit of a break and I came back because at that point I was experiencing burnout and I didn't want to make the decision, you know, from burnout. But now one of the other really beautiful things that is happening in this new template of energy with this softening of the heart and the softening of the feminine system and not pushing for things to happen is that the, the feminine and the creativity is coming back online in a new way that I haven't experienced in many years, honestly, wherein the, like any of the emotion or the pain or, you know, the, the like desire for things to be different, you know, things like that, the things that when we're living in a space of like fighting the dominator frequency or fear, these are the things that stop us in our tracks and take from the feminine. But I hope, I hope that this is clear to you. So we can, we can be affected by life and be affected by all these patriarchal and dominator frequencies. And then we can go into fear and shut down and close our hearts, which I've, I've certainly done that. Or, and, or, we walk in the direction of this new template 
of love and integrity and sustainability and finding the, the tribe of women that's doing this. We're in the sacred com remembering community. You know where to find us, right? And then the like remnants of the emotions from this become the, I guess, fuel for creativity, for the work in a new way. And so it's like, hmm, it's like, well, this one is going a little bit further, but this beautiful divine masculine energetic is like, you know, it's almost like he's like, anchoring this feminine creation potential into like you know the the muse archetype it's like okay so you feel this you feel this loss of this relationship you feel this like deep you know uh, ache of what used to just take me down as rejection and it's like okay so I feel this ache and so now it's being channeled into creativity thank God. And so there's, there's not a need for me to continue to produce what was so beautiful in the beginning, and what was built in an old energy grid. And I'm acknowledging to myself and to you that that this podcast, and to an extent, all of my work was because even though I knew that all of this was needed, there were still these energetics of fear and of a willingness to use so much of my feminine energy, so much of my resources to give so much, but to go into depletion to do it. And so that energetic is obviously not sustainable and the framework and the energetic and the structure and architecture of what builds it and holds it, you know, must change. It must upgrade. And the template of my life has become new. And it's like such a humble pleasure to be able to say that to you. And as it crystallizes in this new earth grid frequency that is so fucking beautiful and feels so fucking regenerative and I'm touching it I recognize that I desire to create differently I desire to impact really at a greater scale but not with more um, generator energy but rather just like as it naturally happens. And it's going to happen through the ethos of partnership. It's going to happen through the ethos of relationship, of community, because we have to circulate energy. We have to, you know, come back into these unified frequencies and and work through these things without the ego identification so that we can bring more love to the new templates. And so we need new templates of organizations. We need new templates of how we do business as women, as everyone, but you know, especially the, like all this female entrepreneurship that's been built in the old grid. No, thank you. 
We need new templates of relationship and partnership. And I know at a soul level that this is what I am here to do. And so I am, you know, discovering what my next steps of my sacred remembering path are going to look like and include, but it does include finishing some books. <laughs> um, I've got two going. Um, one was on hold and I was working on Heartland and then recently Divine Masculine instructed me to um, begin the other again. And so I am really so very grateful for this felt sense of this feminine creativity and aliveness um, returning to me, well, retemplating in me in a way, in a new way that I've, I've never um, yet experienced. And that creativity is, is going to lead to a lot. I know that. Um, I'm also moving in the direction of working with more organizations and doing this you know, reconciliation work between men and women, we could call it gender equity work. Um, but talking about some of these ideas that I've been talking to you all about for three years on this podcast and taking, you know, what I've just mm, gleaned from my previous career in educational leadership and trauma resiliency and mindfulness and mindset. And now these five years of experience and, you know, what does female entrepreneurship look like from the spiritual lens? And what have I discovered about women's resources? And like, what, what can I bring so that now the, you know, all of that can, can merge and become offerings um, for the women that are waking up on the planet. And, you know, the, oh, for all genders, right? For all genders. And there's, there's so, I have so much love and um, renewed, I guess, respect and devotion for men and masculine that I look forward to the invitations that, that come in that reconciliation space. And so I guess that is where I will conclude today is this concept of the invitation and I am a projector in human design. And that means that I am to stay in the creativity and the sharing, which I will continue to do, you know, via my email list, via YouTube, via whatever creator, you know, inspires in me. And so I will be continuing to share. And my genuine ask to you is that when you are inspired, to share my work or share my name with a particular organization or person or couple where you recognize that I can help, please invite me to do so. One of the greatest pains of my heart in the last five years is, well, and a core wound throughout my life has been to have this capacity to love and to serve and to feel underutilized. It is a pain point that is very common in the human design projector. And we can go through phases of bitterness with that, which I definitely have. <laughs> I'm not feeling bitter now. I'm feeling in my heart, open, 
and very, very um, ready to serve and to respond. And so when projectors receive the invitation, then we can say, yes, that invitation feels great to me. Or we can say, you know what, I think there's a, a better person to serve that invitation. And so if you have listened to this podcast for all of these episodes and all of these years, and you have listened to this whole podcast this far through, please consider right now, who is one person that you can share this with? Who is one person that you can speak to about my work and recommend my work? What is one organization that you can recommend that I come speak in front of so that we can spread these ideas, okay? I had this acquaintance in my life who I know uh, through my son, actually, and he knows that I do work in the realm of feminine masculine, and he was sharing that with someone, and he said, don't worry, I didn't mention your name. And I was like, okay, maybe in the therapy world, you're thinking about confidentiality, but this is how I make a living. <laughs> and if my work is, you know, on the top of your mind such that you're talking about it, then please uplift it because I am also a woman who is, you know, doing these things for my living. And this is how I take care of my family. And this is how I put food on the table for my son. And I have experienced bitterness in the process of pouring my heart into this work to not be, you know, recognized or financially supported. Now, I take responsibility for that on my part for building something in an old template, fearing scarcity and trying to build and provide anyway. I think that's where the bitterness comes from, maybe for projectors. I don't know, maybe that's just my own personal projection smeared on the world. But, you know, it's this like having so much to give and then over giving in an effort to be recognized and then being bitter when that doesn't work. And it doesn't work because the energy is out of alignment. But I think I speak this for all the projectors. You know, projectors are the ones with a lot of leadership and a lot of new ideas. And we are walking the edges. And so we need the invitations. We need the recognition. And we need the invitations back into the structures, back into the spaces, the organizations, the relationships, like let us help, let us respond, but we need to respond to the invitations because we don't have the generator energy to continue to put ourselves out there and out there and out there and out there. And then, you know, experience rejection or just, you know, all of those things and like continue to have the energy to do that. So thank you for letting me speak that here. I think it has been such a big part of the energetic and I've tried to show up and not reveal that. And I, I did want to speak to that in this episode. And also, you know, to all of the projectors, to all the, the people, like it's, it's very much time for us to recognize the true value of the resources that we do bring.
And so <laughs> I'm very passionate about that. I've, I've been doing that. And that is a part of the reason why it is time for me to stop this podcast. So my love to you and to the collective infinitely, um, you know, my love to the, all of the people that are rebuilding into the new earth and the new earth grid and holding these frequencies right now and retemplating these frequencies so that others can experience it too. I'm Sarah Poet. I'm here for it. I love you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening, whether this is your first episode or your 134th. And we will be back for 10 more episodes through 144. Love you. Reach out anytime, sarahpoet.com. This is Sarah Poet of Embodied Breath, and thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'm curious, what was your biggest takeaway? Be sure to check the show notes, subscribe to this podcast, share with a friend, and leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. We love to hear from you, and your reviews help, and they matter. Remember, you are not alone on this sacred remembering path and women are rising now and we're doing it together. You can join the Sacred Remembering community at sarahpoet.com and also visit there for more tools and inspiration and also to book work with me privately. Here's to your Sacred Remembering path. Much love and we'll talk to you next time.